0: Previously, our party arrived in Kerkoning, a frozen bastion in the far north of the world. Their mission, after helping a couple of locals to deliver a victim of a brutal assassination, was to gather supplies and information about Umaro, a goblin warlord, presumably came across the last orb of the Realmbreaker. It was also clear that Key's old gang was in the area, trying to snatch the orb for themselves. After departing the Temple of Tempest, he followed the main stairway down the cliffside to the town square in order to preach in favor of Veyron, looking to bolster the powers of his god even further. After his rousing sermon, gathering many townsfolk, a deep rumble could be felt, followed shortly after by an invasion of massive armored mammoths that began to crush buildings and people in their path. The Mammoths brought with them the Ice Orcs, the personal army of Umuro. While Key observed the rampage of the intimidating invaders, he was suddenly face to face with two of his old crew. They told him to stay out of the way of their mission, and a fight shortly broke out. Eventually wanting to retreat to his allies, Key made a break for it up the stairs to the Temple of Tempest once again. While that was happening, Kaxthrim and Nyx observed the invasion from their cliffside vantage point. Numerous armored mammoths were stomping through like children smashing sandcastles. They watched as three of the mammoths were somehow knocked down, spilling their cargo of vicious orcs into Karakonig. One mammoth was toppled near the cliff they were on, and shortly after, a squad of orcs were seen rushing up to where the party was, followed closely by Umaro himself. What seemed like a stroke of good luck turned into a desperate fight for everyone's lives as the other part of Key's old gang jumped in on on this encounter. A bloody three-way battle took place, as later on, Key and his chasers joined the fray. Umaral fell shortly after, leaving the orb free for the taking as more bodies fell to the ground. Finally, Key, Cax, and Thrym, bleeding out on the cold, snowy ground. Slen, the voice of the Fangs of Loth, told Nix to ease off, or else his comrades would be killed. We begin right after Nix sheathes his obsidian weapon in disdain of the situation. So in front of you, Nix, just to kind of frame the scene for you, flying up in the air, uh, is the ranger, known as Salik, who has, uh, actually, Good question. Key, Sleek, male or female?
1: Uh, male.
0: Male, okay. Salik is aiming his bow uh, directly at you from his vantage point in the sky. Closest to you is is Slen, holding one hand up to you to show he's not about to attack you. In the other hand, he is holding the trident, but not facing you. Um, behind him is Jed, walking towards Umaro currently. Behind Jed... However, you do see the body of Cax uh, bleeding out on the cold pavement below. Um, A little bit to your right, you do see the large boots of Thrym sticking out from the other side of a statue that you can see that has uh, previously toppled over. Um, You, however, cannot see... Um the two other members of the Fangs of Loth, and you also cannot see Key because they are kind of behind the rubble, as the rubble kind of s- is about two feet tall, so anything behind that it, lying on the ground is not able to be seen. And you do see Salik, who is currently aiming his bow at you in uh, preparation for whatever Salik, or I'm sorry, Slen says to him. You do end up hearing Slen shout out to his allies. Don't flatline him. Keep him alive. And you first see Jed turn his body from the waist over to Cax's body, aim down a little bit, and his hand like opens up like a like a flap, and uh, like a white mist sprays on Cax's body. Uh, you see Salik actually come down uh from his aerial vantage point and you could see the top of his body looking down upon something um for everyone else's sake who is unconscious and doesn't know what's going on however um Caxthrim and Key you guys are all considered stabilized It is uh the 3 Essentially, this is moderately meadowized, except for Cax. Um, They apply first aid upon you to keep you unconscious, um, but not currently in the process of dying. Um, Nyx, you hear, like, the chatter of, like, two avian creatures are, like, talking in a different language that uh, you don't quite understand. And Slen turns around... And points back to the body of Umaro for Jed. And uh, Jed turns around and begins to, like, rifle through Umaro's, like, body. And Slend turns back to you. And he takes the trident and puts it on his back. Well, now that we've gotten your attention. It's there? And this, like, bassy robotic voice. Affirmative, it is here. Maybe you can shed some light on this bloody fucking orb. We was asked to go to the Underdark at some point to find one a while ago, near some bloody fungus cave. We spent four days looking, only to find it was gone. Then we traveled to some god-awful desert underground to dig in the fucking sand for no reason as far as we could tell, because there was nothing there. We were then given some... by some cocksucker from house some house called Fangrel, some douchey druid, with some sort of superiority problem. Kind of a drow trait, overall. Uh, look, I digress. We spent the next three weeks mulling about, getting screamed at by some bitch from House Bonra for failing Loth and how her punishment would be immeasurable... Not once, not fucking once, have we been told what the fuck we were even risking our lives for. We can get behind a cause. Our cause was chaos. This, it just seems like we're just getting sent to our fucking deaths. We ain't used to the Underdark or their stupid fucking customs, but up here, we had a purpose. And that all fucking left when that big one over there, when they decided that he was too soft on us, And they sent him off to die. So answer me this, drow. What in the fuck is so bloody important about that orb that that stupid, disgusting dead goblin has?
2: I couldn't tell you.
0: I find that really hard to believe.
2: You can find whatever you want hard to believe. I was here just trying to explore the wilderness of the north when you fuckers decided to raid the town
0: when the hell is the last time a drow ever give a shit about exploring
2: when the hell was the last time a drow showed up with a couple of bird men and an awful smelling fish man to try to kill a goblin
0: no you ain't kidding me I'm sweating underneath this protection that they gave me from the fucking cold and it's fucking disgusting I know but
2: yeah can you like step
0: back I can still smell you I won't do that, but... Look, I'm... I'm a reasonable... Merfolk, fishman, whatever the hell you want to call me. Stinky fish guy, I don't give a fuck. You give me a good fucking reason... That that orb doesn't come with me... And I'll consider actually leaving it on that fucking disgusting goblin. How about that?
2: You're willing to give up your entire mission if i give you one good reason to do so
0: Look i don't i don't know if you saw what we did to those big fucking elephants back there but uh
2: No i saw what we ain't, you did
0: We ain't, we ain't, we ain't too fucking worried about uh, a lolf and her shit bags anymore okay we've been going on these ridiculous missions almost getting killed that drow fucker over there i hope they're kicking the shit out of his dead fucking body right now but that guy's almost gotten us killed at least four fucking times uh, we're done with it we're fucking done with this shit we don't want anything to do with this. So unless you got a good fucking reason why I need to take it, I don't even give a fuck. Do you value your life? That's a loaded question, but... I value the lives of of me and those, th- three ba- those two back there. And you know what? A little bit about Key, too. Because you know what? I was shocked as hell to see that asshole still alive.
2: Then walk away. If you value your life... Leave the orb, walk away, and go about whatever business you need to. I can't tell you everything you want to know about that orb, but I will tell you it will lead to your death.
0: Well, they told us we were looking for some fucking orb because Lolf fucking wants it, blah, blah, blah. So forgive me thinking that. Yeah, there there is something fucking crazy going on with that. And yeah, I'm fucking...
2: Crazy or not, look at the goblin your automaton is standing on top of. Look what happened to him because he had the orb. Do you really want something that's that valuable in your possession and having people after you the rest of your lives trying to kill you for it?
0: Well, it's not particularly because our original orders were to grab it, bring it back to the fucking Underdark, that disgusting fucking armpit of the universe again.
2: And you wonder why
0: I'm up here. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you're enjoying that fucking sun up there, aren't you? It sucks. Fucking thing dries my skin out, it's fucking awful.
2: Yeah, it hurts like an absolute bitch, but you know what? It's better than living in that armpit stain that is the Underdark. At least we can agree on that. But like I said, if you value your life, leave the orb and walk away.
0: So what's going to happen if you take it? Like, what's, that, what's it going to matter for anything that we're going through?
2: If you take it and decide not if you just if you take it doesn't matter who you bring it to you bring it to house bonner you take it back to fangrel doesn't matter who you take it to they're just going to kill you for having it
0: well no house bonner is the one that gave us the commission to go fucking pick it up and bring it back
2: and you really think bonner is going to pay out on that commission
0: they have so far
2: yeah so far like and yet, we used
0: to do all sorts of kill missions on the surface fucking ass keys. Could probably got stories for days. Yeah, he doesn't but, just shut up. Yeah. yeah it kind of grows on you a little bit. But mm. they, they, they sent him to his fucking death because we actually had cohesion. We actually got along and they thought it was weakness. Then after he was gone, they replaced him with a piece of shit druid and we started going on all these little commission missions and it's Awful. But we get paid.
2: Then give it... I will hand you... Let me look at my inventory one second. I will hand you
0: 400 gold right now to leave that orb and walk away. Well, at this point, it isn't about money. It's... Are you going to be able... What what are you going to do with it?
2: What am I going to do with it? I'm going to fucking
0: bury it. You're going to bury it.
2: Why do you think I'm all the fucking way up here?
0: Fucking bury it. Jesus Christ. Look, I know that the fucking druid kept going on and on about how this fucking thing is super fucking important. Amazing magical capabilities, blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up, you cocksucker. So you're just going to bury a magic? I saw you throwing those spells back there. You're you're going to bury such a magical artifact? That That seems
3: far-fetched.
2: There is a difference between having magical ability and using it in a proper way and having an item that grants so much magical ability that it destroys you from the inside out.
0: Oh man, I would have fucking loved to give give it to the fucking druid there and let him fucking set himself on fire right in front of us.
2: You ever seen a person ripped apart atom by atom?
0: Not particularly. That's is
2: what it, happens with this if you don't use it properly.
0: Is it, is it, is it fun to watch?
2: Uh, would you care to volunteer one of your team members and I can demonstrate?
0: No, I actually like these guys. I'd prefer, you know, to keep them breathing.
2: And it's probably not fun to watch. Especially when it's happening to yourself.
0: And there's a, a drawn-out sigh, and, and Slen... Uh, walks back and he he gives almost this as, a, as far as you're able to tell, like an almost affectionate pat to Jed, and he looks over and and you could tell he's looking at the the scene in front of him outside the cliff, and real and you kind of glance over too, kind of trying to pay attention to what he's looking at. Uh, there are no more mammoths that are walking around. It seems that uh, the citizens of Koenig had very swiftly taking care of the rest of the invaders uh, you don't hear as many of the bloodthirsty screams as you did and a lot of them now that you're kind of paying attention to it and the wind is kind of bringing it in your direction there seem to be like cheers of victory um you also realize that you know taking out the commander and also the three mammoths um, from these guys potentially like twisted the uh, the outcome in this fashion as well. Mm. And so Slen looks over and and Jed points on the ground and almost like protected by like this like caved in chest cavity of Umaro is a you can see it it's like a, a the similar glowing yellow orb. And Slen just pushes Umaro's body over and just kind of kicks it like, away from his body. And he looks at Jed, and Jed looks at him, and they both just kind of shrug. You got a name, Drow? Nix. Nix, We're fucking tired. We thought that guy over there, Key, I am not even going to give him an affectionate, offensive name here. He was like family to us. And she took him away. So, you know what? I don't believe you. I don't think you're going to bury it. I don't think you're doing whatever. But clearly, we were here to stop you from getting it. But you know what? As soon as you start taking away people from your family, shit gets a little fucky, huh? So, you know what? He gestures to the orb. Take it. I ain't touching it. I don't want to disintegrate into atoms or whatever the fuck you called them. But.
2: Can I roll you know insight what? on his feelings towards Key?
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely.
3: Uh, da, da, da,
2: da. Where are you? Ooh, 15.
0: 15. No, you get a genuine, like, the way he talks was like the way he looked at Jed a little while ago.
2: I'm going to step up to him. Like, I'm going to step closer. hmm And I'm going to say, kind of, low. You're right. I'm not going to bury it. But the person that took your family
0: away from you... This is going to help me kill her. Is that thing, uh... Safe to pick up? Or am I going to blow up? No, you'll be fine if you pick it up. And he takes one step back from you, back towards the orb, leans down and it is like little like webbed merfolk fingers, picks it up, walks back to you and open palms and offers you the orb. I will take it from him without breaking eye contact. Hey Jed! Yeah, pick him up everybody! We got no beef for these people. So Jed... Feather and Salik fucking names uh all apply uh potions of healing to all three of you Uh Key or I'm sorry, Cax Um you restore seven health Thrym six health Key eight health and you all open your eyes to see the people you were just fighting um, applying uh, the potions to your body and taking away the vials you want to tell your people to relax I'll tell my people we'll kind of you know not look super hostile
2: long as weapons are sheathed
0: we should be fine hey you heard him and Salik uh puts the bow, like opens the bow and like puts it over his body. Uh Feather uh comes into view and puts the daggers and cheese on Feather's sides. And um Jed just kinda shrugs. I, we yeah, we can't do nothing about him, like it's kinda just part of his body.
2: No, I, I understand that I've actually worked with an automaton in the past.
0: Hey that fucking piece of shit's dead, right? And he's pointing over. He walks past the uh, statue and points to the druid on the ground. And Salik looks at him and just nods. Fucking right. Who fucking killed him? Which one of you guys killed him?
2: That's a good fucking question. Which one of us made the killing blow on him?
0: Very good question.
1: I'm pretty sure it was Meek.
0: And he Key, as you as you get up and you're you're kind of like very confused, Slen walks up to you and offers a hand to you. He goes, I'm sorry for how I acted back there, man. I was Honestly, I thought I was living a fucking nightmare for a second.
1: Okay. And I'm gonna like hack up a blood clot. As I shake his head and just have to spit it off to the side.
0: Oh shit! You okay? I I got like another potion I can give you.
1: Ugh. I'm fine.
0: Look, I just got done explaining to to Nick. Yeah, I think he said his name's Nick. And at this point, he's like here on the map on you. He he. Look, you guys can clearly do something with that that will make this whole fucking shit disappear. You mean... I was just telling him, when you were gone, we wanted blood. We got cowed into more bullshit with this... asshole, and he points to the dead drow on the ground. But you know what? If you can fucking do something with that orb, you know what? By all means, I'm happy to give it up. You know who the best trackers were in all the fucking Underdark? Turns out, it was us. So I think us four, we're gonna take a nice long walk, unfortunately. Uh, that piece of shit had the capability of opening up weird-ass portals and trees and stuff, but uh, we'll figure shit out.
2: I'll As the back. conversation is happening, Nix is gonna walk up to the drow and, ca- and cast Shocking Grasp on his
0: brain. <laughs> As you do that you you see like the eyeballs like you you see like with the it has like this like wide open shocked look upon his death and his eyes are open and as you do that you see like the electricity like surging in his eyes and then you see them start to like melt a little bit and a lot of like black smoke begins to like rise from like his entire head cavity
2: stand back up and just be like I was just making sure
0: nah no, I appreciate that you know fucking these guys sometimes they play dead and you know jump up and go ah and it's fucking disgusting that guy was a fucking thorn on our side
1: I'm gonna look at him and say "Slen, uh wherever you do go don't go back down to the underdark Loth is not long for this world now that we have the orb but if you want you could go out and try to find Vayron. he's the one that saved me from uh dying and i've rededicated my life to him and you know finding you guys it'd be well, fantastic if we could all you know work together again
0: well you uh seem to be you know minus the injuries from uh earlier you seem to be doing pretty good for yourself and he like gives you a pat on your like armored shoulder
1: started a church in Mirabar and you know just making my way trying to get rid of love.
0: So we don't gotta like like stab random people that the church of Aeron tells us to nothing like that
1: no just working on getting it going on the surface really it's what I've been doing I mean I mean yeah How about? Put a thumb over to Thrim. Fantastic at stone Carver. You should see some of the stuff he's done outside of that church. He's got like a nice, you know, his face and it,
0: it's—it looks really good. No shit.
1: Yeah, I met this. Uh, I met this uh, dwarf. I think it was dwarf in a bathhouse, and he was just fucking awesome. So I gave him a job as a janitor.
0: <laughs> I'm having a hard time believing dwarves cleaning up uh, oh, poop nice. holes and stuff.
1: He was very small and very happy to sit in a public bath. Remember that. Alright. Something about bread, too. But... Yeah, no, it's... So what have you guys been up to for, like, 50 years? Killing.
0: Stabbing. Poisoning. All that shit. I just got done explaining to Nix about... A couple months ago, they started sending us on these missions to look for something that they called orbs. Like, this asshole, this electrocuted piece of shit, had his orders saying we got to find these orbs. And wherever we went, they weren't there. Then finally we came up here. Thought I was having some sort of fucking mental breakdown when I saw you. And then it kind of brought it all back.
1: I knew you guys were in town, you know. I saw Feather's handiwork, you know, on a couple of guys out there, and uh, I saw one person had n- no more face after Jed, but...
0: Yeah, he, he kind of went a little crazy on that. I'm... You know, me, half of me is proud of half of me, you know. You know how we get. And you see Jed kind of like hang his head a little bit downwards. Look, we're... Gonna be fucking happy not to have to skulk around in the fucking shadows for some disgusting ass spider god. Hey, uh, your uh Veyron's not a spider or anything, is he? Is she? Oh, no. It,
1: no, he's amorphous, uh, cl- closer to the drow, but okay, never really asked his species. Um. If you guys want to meet me in one year's time in Mirabar, this'll all be over and we can just be, you know, you know, one good group again. And uh, it'll be just like the old times with no loft. Huh.
0: You know, I think I speak for all of us saying, you know what, I fucking like that. And as he says, that feather comes over and, like, just gives you, like, the biggest bear hug that you barely, like, feel because of how light feather is. I'm going to squeeze the fuck out of that bird. (laughs) Yeah, choke that chicken. (laughs) Look, we did some really fucking shitty things in the name of Lolf. And you know what? Up until you went away, we never gave it a second thought. But ever since then, this guy's been a spy for that side, and after this one, fuck it. We don't want any part of this anymore. But holy shit, you guys put up a fuck of a good fight.
1: Yeah, when you weren't kicking my teeth in.
0: Well, you you, you know me, man. I, I, I know how to fucking counter your shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, yes, that's fair. Yeah, it is gonna click in my mind. Oh shit! Everyone else, I'm look for Cax and Thrim.
0: Oh no, we we got them back up. they looks like they're just kind of recovering. Okay, that's good. Your uh, your buddy over there, he has the orb.
1: Okay, that's that's perfect. Yeah. In, in a year's time in Mirabar you'll see the big church of aaron we'll meet there hey key yeah Do you think your friend could
4: teach me how to make that poison i don't know
1: feather think, think you want to teach someone else I still have to catch back up you got 50 years of head start on me
0: feather reaches into a fl- uh into like the the leathers that feather wears and a lot of it's bulkier because of the weather, and there is a, a what looks like to be a vial that comes out, and you see that it's completely clear at this point. And Feather shakes the vial, as if there's nothing left in it. You yeah, know, he kept getting his supply from the Underdark, so they gave him a few doses and then sent him on his way. He hasn't had a proper lab since...
1: Second, I heard "supply from." I start. I close my ears and go, "La, la, 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 la so I can't hear it. I don't <laughs> want to ruin the competition.
4: Ha <laughs> Yeah. Oh well.
0: So, uh, what's next for all of you? Hey, is that one okay? Did we like kind of make him brain damage the gold guy there?
1: Hey Cax, how you feeling?
3: You'll turn to look at Cax, and he's kinda of laying on his back. Like with his hand, like kind of running across his chest where there's various holes that are still leaking a little bit of blood. And he's not really responding, just kind of blinking and staring up at the... Overcast skies? Clear skies? Uh, it is. You have o- decided
1: yeah. they're overcast now. That's <laughs> changed the weather.
3: Yeah, Pat. Yeah, yeah, it's overcast now, baby. Yeah, just kind of staring up at the overcast guys, not responding, but clearly
1: alive. He's fine. Well,
0: fuck it. Do some. Do some fucking damage to that orb, huh?
1: Do the ultimate damage.
0: So they all kind of group together and uh, they all kind of give you a wave key uh, leaving the body of the drop druid to just kind of rot right where it is. Um, and you notice that the druid begins casting a spell and you notice everyone gets a little I'm sorry, the uh, not the druid. I could, I could just hear Robin Robin's, like, Robin's panic rise. <laughs> uh sleek uh looks like he begins to cast a somatic spell. Um and the four become just a little bit blurry as they walk off and, and as they kind of uh kind of clear the area, um snow flurries begin to kind of come down and it's re- it it's really really hard to see them as they kind of disappear. Uh, In the distance, leaving you guys uh, with a whole bunch of orc bodies, an Umaro body, and a druid body.
2: I liked that description of Pass Without a Trace.
0: Oh, thank you. That was nice. That's exactly what it was.
1: I want to put my arms around Nyx and Thrim and see, see, they're not bad guys. They nearly killed you.
3: How loud did you say that to them?
2: And then uh, I had a very sudden change of heart.
1: Yeah, because I'm not trying to hide the fact that I said it.
3: You'll hear loudly from the ground from Cax. He just goes, Fuck you, Key.
4: Thrim will walk over and like offer Cax a hand to help him stand up.
3: No. The ground's nice and cold.
1: <laughs> so were you a few minutes ago?
3: Yes, well aware.
1: <laughs> hey, okay, then
0: I'll go search the
4: goblin body.
0: Uh you discover a uh uh the the body got rolled over uh from last time when last time when you saw him die um it looked like his his body had kind of gotten a little rifled through already um however uh, underneath the cloak that just kind of dropped on the ground, like almost like in a little bit of a snow pile, you do see a a small gnarled wand on the ground. Okay. Do
4: I... Can I tell what it is?
0: Uh... Maybe. Roll an arcana check on that bad boy. I thought maybe. <laughs> oh, not bad.
2: It's a wand of fuck you.
0: Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, this is a magical wand, and kind of focusing on this, uh, you uh, realize that that casts a rather familiar spell from the previous combat. That uh, wand seems to be able to cast very limitedly uh, Widow Gas Web of Fire. Okay, I will pick that up. Um, and for your sake, for that shite, it is uh, one charge per day. And I have the link in the Discord of what it does.
1: Can I check out the druid. I'm pretty uh, interested to see who they replace me with. Sure.
0: Um, you look over, and the the face and the skull are are really unidentifiable. Uh, you can tell that it, it was some sort of drow. A lot of like unfamiliar scales, almost like reptilian leather, almost uh, wrap around his body. And then there's like the normal, like heavier fur on top, with like an antlered helmet that uh, that seems to have gotten cracked over the course of the electrocution that had happened to him. Um, it, it seems to ha- not have not have a lot of things on him. There was, however. Uh, two empty vials that you discover on his body and, and really nothing else. But I from to being able to identify or like discover anything about him, all you're able to tell it was it was a drow.
1: That's cool. Alright, I'll put down his body and go stand over to Nyx. So we just uh head back to Varon now? Oswell, well. I suppose our
2: business up here is finished. Unless, Cax? Cax? Yeah? Do you still want to try to find that enchanter to make your special arrows?
3: Do you think they're still open?
2: Uh, <laughs> I imagine the walls to the shop are very open at the moment. <laughs>
1: that point can they refuse a customer
2: you can't they lock can't... the doors you
0: can't keep me out <laughs> <laughs> you're up 24-7 now bitch uh
3: yeah Let, let's go check them
1: out sure 1st right. drive through Fletcher then I'm going to walk
2: <laughs> over to Cax who I presume is still on the ground and offer him a hand to get up to help him up
1: is he strong enough let's find out
2: no do you accept my hand to stand up
3: uh, yeah. i feel like going to shock and grasp me but cax wouldn't know that so yeah
2: second level cure wounds
3: oh <gasps> wow that is the opposite of a shock, Ooh. Of a shocking grasp. Ooh,
2: almost Ooh. max. Almost max. You heal da da, da, da nineteen points.
3: Da, 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 da. Awesome.
2: Then I'm gonna turn to my other two party members and say, would anybody else like a boost? Yes, please. I will walk over, and because I'm limited on spell slots, fourth level cure wounds into thrim. <laughs> or nineteen points. Sorry, I rolled a one. <clears throat> and I'll turn the key. Do you? Do you need a boost as well?
1: Nah, I'm good. I got myself, and I'm gonna cast. Third-level cure wounds on myself. I have. And I'm look at him and say, "You need anything? I still got a, you know, I still got a little bit left in me." Yeah, you can see that Nyx is actively bleeding out. I give you a second and a first-level cure wounds. What do I get? Let me roll.
2: Give me half a second. So I'm currently sitting on eight hit points.
1: Okay. Um. You get... Minus 17. You receive 22 hit points. Thank you. Which I think is your max.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Practically. (laughs) You're not
1: far off, alright? And I receive 24 hit points. Very cool. woo Good rolls, me. Thanks, me.
2: Alright, if we're going to look around town for any possible shops that are still not rubble, we should do that now. And then I'm going to reach out to Vayron to see if he can send us another shade so we can get this orb to him faster. Man, we expressing this bitch. Alright. I don't know about you, but I don't really know the path to his otherworldly castle. So yeah, I wasn't was I wasn't force. given a math. I wasn't given a map for that, so a math? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't it wasn't <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna yeah, grab I don't, have, I don't have the algebra to get to Veyron. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I was saying when Discord decided, no nah, fuck you, that joke's too bad.
1: <laughs>
2: Awful joke, get out.
1: I-, I am gonna we're trying to preserve our integrity.
4: <laughs> I-, I am gonna grab the dead body of that goblin. Sure. And when we hit that place where Key was preaching, I'm just gonna toss it right there.
0: Oh damn. Alright, so you guys make your way back down the uh the stairs to the town square?
3: Making my way. Making my yeah. way!
1: I write a small sign that says praise Varen and, you know, using two holes that are in his chest, just kind of stick it in his chest?
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> I um, don't have any pins, so this will have to do.
0: <laughs> to grab one of key, Cax's arrows and just that
4: would well, imagine. a much better idea. I was going to say, I'd imagine he probably has a few of those arrows still sticking in him, so.
0: So you, uh, you guys go, and on your way down the stairs, you you do now get a, a large view of Kerr Koenig, and this place has been battered to shit. Um, what buildings didn't get knocked down by the mammoths were crushed when the mammoths fell on them. Although all you're hearing is, like, chanting from the barbarians and... All the townsfolk, all the people who participated seem to be like shouting this song in 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 cheer and uh, the joy of what they, I guess they consider honorable combat for what just happened even though their homes got uh, trashed as you go down, you have people running up to you and like randomly hugging you and shaking your hands and running off and doing it to everybody else uh, you this is unlike any, invasion you've ever seen. Usually the people would be very downtrodden and concerned. You you see a lot of people as you're heading down the stairs and, and kind of getting close actually who are just are already picking up pieces of rubble and stone and like putting it into piles to like figure out what to do with it. And it's unlike anything you guys have ever seen, especially in such a brutal climate. Um you do make it to the town square uh, you see a lot of people there, and they are in the process of moving the orc bodies around. There are a few dead barbarians, however, and they're uh, being treated uh, with with gloves, and you know people are just taking care of their deceased and injured. Um, you do see a lot of people inside the like. Uh, there, there have to be maybe two buildings that are in moderately okay shape, and but when I say that, like the roofs are sheared off and, you know, one or two of the walls have collapsed, but you can still see, um, a couple of the buildings, and the rest of them seem to just be completely, like, caved in upon themselves, and, and nothing remains. So, Thrim brings the body over to the, uh, middle, and just, you just place Sumuro on the ground. Uh, I'll kind of go, like, right next to it, and just toss him forward into
4: the middle of it.
0: Nice. And you, uh, you do there are a few people who see that and the whispers kind of travel all around town um, over over just just a little while as people observe that the threat against their settlement and their livelihood is now gone, and um, your group seems to have been the one to to finish them off.
2: Fuck, you mean we saved another town?
0: What the fuck, guys? God damn it. This is supposed to be the anti-hero campaign. Come on. It, this seriously. is a very
1: chaotic evil
0: <laughs> uh,
1: Is there really- a mammoth we can ride?
0: Uh there, there were a couple mammoths you do you guys did witness run the fuck out of town. Um The only mammoths you would see inside town are fucking currently by a few people being carved up currently to uh I'd probably make a huge feast for the town.
4: I want to go. Do they have tusks?
0: Um. Yes. Yeah. They all have like massive tusks.
4: Uh, I I want to go chop off one of their, like, one of the mammoths. I want to chop off both of his tusks.
0: Sure. Um Rude. So I, I'd say you do that over the course of a little while. Um, Cax. So what are you looking for in this joyful town square?
3: I am looking for an enchanter.
0: An enchanter. You see the two buildings that seem to be um, standing upright, what looks to be a blacksmith, and some sort of, like, what almost looks like a
3: library of sorts. Well, neither of those sound like an enchanter to Cax. (laughs) uh well I think the enchant is gone
2: it would seem so
3: there's there's a library that I can see and a blacksmith and a whole bunch of broken shit so I guess there's nothing for me here Do you think they'd miss a stolen book?
2: At this point, probably not.
3: Nix, can I go steal a book?
2: I don't fucking care at this point. Steal whatever you want.
3: Cax is going to look for the nearest child.
0: (laughs) Okay, uh, you you see probably what it looks like to be uh, a boy, probably like 12 or 13, and he is like... Helping with some of the smaller rocks to helping to put them into a, a pile kind of close to you guys.
1: Please tell me his name is Book.
0: Oh my god.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking, if he's 12 or 13 and part of a barbarian race, he probably towers over
0: Cax. Oh, 100%. This guy is, is like
1: is fucking he a jack. he dwarf?
0: He is not a dwarf. He's a human boy. Nix, can I have that? No. We don't take okay. people.
3: I mean, we had one in the back for a while.
2: He was dead.
3: (laughs) That can be arranged.
2: We don't take living people. If you want to kill them in the middle of a town full of barbarians, every single one of them, even the old ladies wielding weapons in your current state, feel free. I'd love to watch that.
3: I think I'm okay.
2: Good choice. Now are you stealing a book or not?
3: Uh Cax is gonna pull out the map. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hint hint DM
3: <laughs> Uh I don't I don't think so. I I think I think you raise a good point. The the bookkeepers here probably Probably not very nice if they find you stealing a book.
2: At the very least, I imagine they're angry old ladies with axes. Do we have any other business in this town? Thrim? Anything?
4: No, I'm good. As All right. I'm shoving mammoth tux <laughs> into the bag of
2: holding. <laughs> <laughs> well, then while he is shoving mammoth, mammoth tusks into the bag of holding, Nyx is going to drop to a knee, pull out the sword, and reach out to Veyron.
0: Sure. And almost instantaneously, as you as you kind of just reach out into what you would consider a void, you you immediately feel like the the magic pressure that Veyron gives off, like almost, like, physically near you. There, and we have the last orb. Well, that's some good news for today. Some. Sorry, I'm. We're dealing with the invasion of Silvery Moon currently. Um, My apologies. I'm very happy to hear. Is everybody safe and sound?
2: We're all in one piece.
0: Good to hear. Alright, let me reach out. I should be able to give you guys one of my shadows within an hour or two. They'll hone in on your location based off of the orb itself. At this point, it'll open up a portal and I am not concerned at all about flexing a little bit of power to get you guys back here.
2: Alright, do you need... Do you need us in Moon.
0: No, that unfortunately falls to Lady Emeritus to take care of. She knew that it would come to this. I'll have more news once you get back. All right, we will see you
2: shortly, and we can discuss our next steps. Excellent. Good,
0: good job, by the way. Thanks. And you feel, actually, usually it waits for you to cut the connection. But this, like, he seems like he severs the connection this time.
2: That bitch just hang up on me?
0: Yeah, you just got dropped, boy. Oh, we gonna have problems? Oh, no, you didn't, Favron.
1: Faeran can do what he wants. <laughs> shut up.
0: He's either, he's either hanging up on me or he won't shut the fuck up.
2: Oh, I bought a chair in the Plane of Fire. Look at me, I'm special.
0: Oh, you got the magic orb gonna save the world? Ah, I don't give a fuck. Bro, you got a chair? No. I don't <laughs> think so.
1: You, I don't need you're a You're chairless. chairless. <laughs> <clears throat> at the end of the day, vic has got no home, no chairs, and no mom. How you living? An-
2: Key, do you have an off switch? No. 5th level lightning
1: bolt to the face (laughs) (laughs) If there's no switch, pull the plug (laughs) Power surge
2: Alright, I will come out of my trance-like communication and confer with my comrades that we have about an hour until uh, Varen's shade comes to pick us up
0: take to spend that time maybe getting a short rest.
2: Yeah, during that time, I'm <laughs> fucking relaxing. I don't get much out of a short rest, but I'm relaxing.
0: So, Dylan out and maxing <sighs> over, over the course of the, uh, sorry, guys, had to do it.
1: Uh, Ethan will be proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Make that the picture for this episode.
0: <laughs> no chairs. Uh, d- during your short rest, uh, so uh, feel free to uh, roll, roll uh, your fucking hit dice to recover health if you like to. Um, you guys kind of just relax in that town square. You have people coming over to you. It seems like they've already started like cooking up like slabs of mammoth meat and all throughout the town, you're just hearing this like joyous singing that um, you guys would know that really only ever, you've only ever heard that come from like dwarves in like a tavern before where like they'll just erupt into song. But apparently the barbarians up here have that kind of um, celebratory uh, ritual as well. And you, you have people walking around. Uh, you see that same like, uh, like young boy, like handed like a freaking, like keg, as he like walks it over and he gets it ready. People start lining up, and even he takes like a a mug and like gulfs it down. And everybody's just celebrating the fact that they were able to. uh At this point, you're not sure the town's wrecked, but they survive, and that seems to be enough for these people.
1: You said this was a short rest.
0: This is a short rest, yeah
1: then i will join in on the chanting and celebrations and does that qualify for as song of rest yeah
0: it sure can
1: all right everyone may roll one hit die extra to heal themselves then i will roll that one hit die and call it a day Hey! Yes, yes. <laughs> oh damn i just got double tens
3: hey I'm a god
1: i'm a god um, this is too easy Are up you... the challenge rating the fuck please there,
3: we got key here
1: please up the cr god I mean, damn man. <laughs> Roll a couple.
3: You're able to spend oh. as many hit dice as you want, correct?
2: You can spend as many as you like, but on your uh on long rest, you only gain up to half of your max.
0: Yeah. But you 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 can spend as many as how many levels you have. So like if you're where level 10 right now, so you can spend up to 10 hit dice. Well, yeah, that would be your max. Oh, I never thought about it that way for long rests. Yeah.
1: That's perfect. I was literally halfway to my max.
0: Yeah, fuck it.
4: I'll spend two. I got myself up pretty close
2: to half health. Uh, I spent five, including the one that Key got us, and it got me almost a full.
3: I spent six, including the one that Key got us, and I'm not even, I'm not to full yet. <laughs> oh, no.
1: <laughs> I did four. Well, three plus my Song of Rest one.
4: Nope, yep. so you said there was a keg? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shrimp's pulling out his teeth to chalice.
0: Oh, baby. Time to fucking celebrate. He's gonna go have a drink. And you're noticing there's like, you don't know how, but there's, you've sampled it throughout, you know, the, 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 as you've traveled around the Sword Coast and kind of sampled here and there. You are noticing hints of honey in this and you're not entirely sure why up here you have that and you kind of just assume it's like imported in. Um, but it's, it's on the sweeter side, almost like a mead. Um, and, Yeah, it it goes down so fucking easy, you realize this could be a very uh, dangerous drink to to have in a tavern. Hey, Nick, you want some? No. Really good.
4: I'm good. Never drinks
0: with me. Someday you'll get him. So, uh, at the end of that, you guys feel a little bit more rejuvenated, even though it's pretty cold out, you realize that a lot of the things that survived around here, there seem to be a lot of, like, large braziers that um, have, like, firewood thrown on them, and they're they're lit up. So even, you're in this square, but it's actually kind of on the warmer side, and you notice now, like, a lot of the snow is kind of melting off into smaller puddles and, like, smaller areas where it gathers. Um, and in times like this, it seems like they light those um, occasionally to kind of celebrate. And clearly, they're alive. So why the fuck not drink and stay warm?
2: Celebrate good times. We lived.
0: (laughs) Uh, Towards the end of that, as you guys are just relaxing, um, Nick, you feel like a creeping presence kind of sneak up. And you look over towards one of the pine trees in the square and realize there's like... Almost like a, a see-through humanoid figure who seems to be kind of like frantically trying to wave you down.
2: I will go over to said creepy shady figure. Hey. Yes? <laughs> you, you want to ride? <laughs> Give me a moment to gather my compatriots. Okay. And I will go try to gather everybody else. Tell them our ride is here.
1: Catch a ride!
0: Catch a ride!
1: Rip Scooter, absolute legend. (laughs) Aww, pour one out for our boy.
0: We almost named the Kitten Scooter.
2: Do I have everyone's attention? Have I gathered everyone, or
1: has anybody decided to? Yeah, unless away? anyone says uh, anything
0: otherwise, I assume they come on over.
1: I'll yeah. I'll, leave, I'll leave this song and wave goodbye to them. <laughs> and really, my wave kind of back people. To
0: you. These are the, these are people of the salt of the earth, and
1: uh, you mean the snow of the earth.
0: <laughs> so the as you walk up to the shade, Mix, the the shade itself. Like, puts a hand on your, like, the the hand that he was waving with you. He, like, puts it on your chest, and suddenly everything just goes black for you as everybody else sees Nyx immediately almost, like, fall through the ground. Like, as if, like, the floor was just, like, dropped out from beneath them. And all you hear coming from above you now very quickly and disappears is. <laughs> Next!
1: Me, 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 me. Number one up.
0: And he just he just he just slams his hand into you and then whoop you're just whisked un from underneath you into a portal
1: I hearing that
0: you sure can ah! <laughs> that's perfect and thrym and C- C- Cax do the same yep cool you both are sucked into the strange portal of the shade and nix you're just unceremoniously plopped down from the ceiling and land uh roll an acrobatics check. Oh, fuck. Uh 7. 7. So you you just fall on your ass. You don't take any fall damage. Great. Um and then I'll have everybody else roll acrobatics as they are unceremoniously dropped from the ceiling.
4: I killed Nyx. No. A 15.
3: <laughs>
0: okay, you land on your feet.
2: You land on Nyx's head and snap his neck.
1: 30, <laughs> 30
0: 20. Hey, you somehow land with like this like kind of awesome clung as your armor like <laughs> like vibrates.
4: And you got to finish oh, your wow. scream.
0: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: You got a dirty 20. How about an absolutely disgusting 18? 18. That's
0: pretty disgusting. You kind of, like, you come out of the portal like doing a little flip, and just land on your feet. And and Ve- Ve- you are, you realize you guys are in the main chamber. Um, you see the beautiful, finished, wooden throne of Veyron. Um, and kind of crouched on the ground with, like, his hands, like, on his temples. He looks up, And he kind of rolls his eyes. Ah, sorry. I forgot. That one used to be a court jester before he turned into that. I should have known he'd be a little mischievous. like him.
3: Yeah, I might not let him go yet. He's kind of fun to have around. I will tell you that the flips that I was doing when we had to go to the bottom of the water on that other place... What we, do you remember that? It really helped stick the landing. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody remembers? Okay.
1: What water and place?
3: We went underwater and there was a giant thing that was like, I'm gonna kill you! And then I was like, T, get in the fucking cave! And you didn't.
2: No I idea don't... what you're talking about, Katz.
1: Yeah. Do you have a nightmare We've... or something? We've never I swear been to fucking god, water. if we
3: survive this,
1: you won't. <laughs> Actually should you be to check you for any, like, you know, drug intake or anything real quick? No, I think I being unconscious knocked them around a bit. Uh, maybe, maybe.
0: So, I, I apologize. You have the orb? Yes. And he, he points over to where, where you're standing or sitting still, however you want to be off to your left and there actually now seems to be a circular divot in the floor that you didn't recall there being before he goes mind placing it right in there
2: or i do anything i need to know exactly what you're going to be doing with this device what is the end game here
0: well we are at that point gentlemen I, for one, like to keep all of the plans compartmentalized as, as you know, spies and interlopers could figure out what exactly we were doing, and if we compromise one part, it doesn't compromise the other. However, we have one more step to go. You see, Lolf banished me as well as eliminated a lot of my followers with the Realm Breaker. And that was within the purview of the power of this relic that we have. And he points around the room and right in front of you is the box. And the box seems to be like halfway in the ground inside of like another divot, perfectly shaped for it. And you look around and you see the other two orbs in a triangular shaped pattern That by placing the last orb in would complete, essentially, like a triangle shape in the ground. This essentially works in the same way that... The three orbs all have a different function, but together... Along with the trigger device... Can amplify... Focus... And execute... Essentially some of the first things that come to your mind. So the plan, gentlemen, while the spider bitch wages war on the surface, us and a small army are going to take the fight to menzo We are going to arrive there, and the goal is to get to Narbundel, which hopefully, if I do it correctly, will already be there. In the center, and he, he looks at the other people who may not know what Narbundel is, in the center of Menzo Berenzin is a giant, 100 foot tall obsidian stone. And they use that to tell time by infusing magic at the top of it. And over the course of the day, the heat given off by it can be seen by people with dark vision. ...as it travels down to the bottom. In a perfect one-day cycle. What a lot of people don't know... ...and few people do along with you all now... ...is that Narbindel acts as a focus for the Realmbreaker. That is where Loth casted it last time... And Gromf told me if we did that there, whatever came to my mind would come true. You see, she wanted to shame me. To show me that I didn't matter. The stone giants didn't matter. The drow don't matter. All of that. I plan on activating it at Narbundel, bringing her to that location and making her mortal giving us the opportunity to rip her apart limb by limb there is no shaming there is no exile I want her dead and the Realm Breaker will accomplish that for us A no-mass genocide like your mother did? No. Our army also has orders to invade the Great Houses and eliminate the priestesses. Because as you would know, Nyx, you eliminate the priestesses, the drow scatter. They have no leadership. Then I have... I have a contingency on this. Okay. Now's the time to... Explore our
2: options. I want Rain and Matron Fangrel on their knees in front of me. Ooh, that is exciting. I want the pleasure of killing them myself. I mean,
4: can I at least get Rain?
2: That's fine. (laughs) You You can have Rain, but I get to kill the Matron that deal alright I think that can be accomplished if you agree to have your troops at least attempt to bring them to us alive then you can have this
0: last piece that may be easier said than done as we have at least in House Fangrel a few individuals on the inside and he looks at you and winks Just do what you can. You have my promise.
2: Then I will draw the orb from my robe and walk over to where he instructed me to place it. Before I put it down, I am going to look to my friends. Are you guys ready for this?
3: no
2: (laughs) is that one of your classic no but I might as well kind of responses
3: yeah all right
4: (laughs) I get to kill rain I'm fucking ready
1: my family's okay one last mission the boys are back in town let's get going
2: all right (laughs) then I will you said the hole is in the floor
0: yeah, yeah, it's like a just a an orb-shaped divot in the floor.
2: All right, then I will kneel down and place the orb in the divot.
0: Cool. And as you go to drop it into that spot, it's as if, pardon me, a, a magnetic force just kind of click, like pulls it just a little bit out of your grasp and deposits it properly into the divot. And immediately you begin to feel a pulse come from it and you you swear you hear a little bit of like a like a high frequency like whine come from that orb now grumph told me from the records of last time that this device takes a little while to do its thing so this would be the time to get some rest Gladly. Do you have beds here now? He looks over at Key and almost looks a little giddy. You wouldn't believe the deal I got at this at the city of Brass. It's it looks amazing.
2: Look, I don't care as long as I'm not sleeping on the floor again.
0: Oh, you! It'll be like sleeping <laughs> on a feather, Nick. So I swear it. I,
2: I really, don't use really word analogy. Don't use the word feather. <laughs> We just had yeah. We just had a terrible encounter with a man named Feather, and I'd really rather not have the image of sleeping on him
0: right now. Oh, my my apologies. I didn't mean to <laughs> strike up any trauma there. <laughs> I would be amiss if you guys didn't take the time to speak with me before or after your arrests. And Thrym, I know Bjorn wanted to speak with you at the nearest convenience in the other room.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. I'll
0: I'll go where I was told Bjorn was. Okay. And the rest of you retire to rest. No. Yep.
2: Ooh. Ooh. I, I he said before, after, and I don't like waiting.
0: Sure. Um, so
2: as soon as everybody else leaves about their
0: thing, I'll stay and wait with Veyron. <clears throat> sure. And Veyron crosses his arms and is just watching and you look over it to see what he's looking at and he's he's just ca- casually glancing at each orb and you can almost tell they're actually like vibrating a little bit. You're hearing a little bit of like what sounds like glass hitting like stone in a, in a rapid fashion, as they seem to be reacting to one another. And you hear, like like, almost like a wood clattering noise coming from the center where the cube is. So, this is it. I suppose so. Like, I know it wasn't easy, trusting. To the average skeptic... I would have gotten sick and tired of you by now but considering your living situation, considering your past considering your racial heritage I hope you know I do have the best interests of all of the drow the stone giants all of them in my heart
2: you remember what we talked about when I was in the forest in Mirabar.
0: About seeking out the different god to have a relationship with? The
2: conversation was more about moving on. As I said, I gave you my word that I would see this to the end. And I do trust you at this point. You've... I mean, if I'm being honest, you have so much power at your fingertips right now, I don't have much choice but to trust you, but I am choosing to trust you. But regardless of that, when this is over, I am moving on. I need to find my own life and my own purpose without the influence of a god over my shoulder. And I hope that you will not take offense to that.
0: Look, I vowed to release the drow from the influence of her. Over the course of that power has a tendency to corrupt, yes but after all of my experiences after all of my plans, after all of my connections I started to realize that What's the point of doing this if you don't expect people to go their own way? What's the purpose of eliminating slavery just to enslave others to you? Like, I expect a lot of people to go their separate ways after this, and you included. And that's... I'm perfectly willing to let that go. And I will, seeing we survive through this, will always be around in case you need it.
2: I'm not saying I'm going to go completely out of touch. I may reach out to you every once in a while for advice. You are a god, after all. I'm just saying... I've had a lot of introspective time during this journey. And maybe it's time I actually explored that.
0: I think it would be good for you, to be honest. You have a lot of... Potential energy in that small frame of yours. It'd be a shame for you not to fully explore that. I expect the Drow to leave the Underdark. Maybe going in other places, besides Menzo Berenzen, or venturing to the surface, hopefully easing the tensions between the surface and the drow. After all, one of my promises to Aramakos was that as soon as this was done, Menzo Berenzin gets taken over by it. They'll need to find somewhere new to live.
2: Honestly, I kind of like that image.
0: Me too. But just just like I promised you, promise me one thing. What's that? Out in the world, if this is all over, if there's a drow in need, please do what you can to help them. You know I will. Thank you for that.
2: This started with me wanting to defend the downtrodden in my race. And I will not give up on that. You will go far,
0: Nix. And Veyron at that point just gives you a solid nod and walks into the middle of the uh, the vibrating... Now you can hear it from across the room over where his throne was. You hear that they're all giving off like a high-pitched like, drone as the, there seems to be some sort of build-up of energy uh, reacting to one another. And he just, as you can see the back of him, he it looks like he just kind of hangs his head and seems to take it all in as the energy slowly begins to rise, just leaving you over near the throne.
2: Yeah, and as he's uh, fixating on that, I'm just going to kind of look around the throne room And visually take it all in. See, kind of seeing how far he has come as a representation of how far we have all come. Working our way up from nothing into a lot of potential. And I'm just going to take a moment to breathe that in and then make my way back to the room that I stayed in the last time I was in this palace.
0: Cool. While that's happening, uh, Thrym. Yep. You walk into the one room near the throne room that you know has a large table and essentially, like, essentially a battle planning section of Veyron's fortress. And you see Bjorn leaning over this table, making the table look like just a tiny step stool in comparison. And he shifts over and smiles fondly at you. You return. Yeah. Couple Uh, more scars for the road? Yeah, a couple is an
4: understatement, but I'll survive. Uh, Veyron
0: said you wanted to talk to me? Look. Veyron... Trusted me with setting up our plan. I'm sure he's told you what's about to happen. Yeah, bits and pieces. I have been working non stop, even before you rescued me, to come up with an idea to set Veyron up for his success and victory which in turn turns into our success and victory. Hmm. But when this is over, Veyron will have helped to set up a world free of Loth and will allow the Drow, as much as they've hurt us and turned us into their tools of war, there are more like Nyx out there. We just need to find them. But I think with the leadership out of the picture, the Drow and the Stone Giants have a chance to live how they want to. And that's all because of Veyron. But, when this is done, I plan on leaving. I would like to search for our tribe get them back together maybe travel to our homelands to the north would you care to join me
4: uh i don't know i'm not sure as tempting as that sounds kind of want to stick with nyx Granted, at first, it was just another thing I was supposed to have to do. Like, protect this guy and we'll free you, but we're not going to, really. But... Like, he helped me escape. Granted, it was out of necessity at that point, but... I mean... me, Nyx, Cax, Key. we're We're family now. <laughs> So I understand you wanting to find your tribe, but I think I've found mine. I kind of like to live in a world and adventure in a world that's not fucked up with them.
0: That sounds nice. Just promise me once we establish a new homeland you'll visit. Oh, yeah. We have many, many stories to share with each other. Yes, we do. And we'll have all the nights to tell them all. How
4: many of us do you think are left?
0: My hope is at least a couple dozen. We may end up having to fight a few of them in the upcoming battle my hope is that we can somehow knock them unconscious rather than fatally kill them but I think if we can take out the leadership quickly we might be able to prevent a lot of useless death and destruction once they see that their masters are defeated why fight us? You know
4: they probably will. Once they see their masters are defeated, there'll probably be some
0: killings afterwards. But eh. anyway, you look a little beat up. Still, you should probably get some rest. Probably. Still, leaking a little bit of blood. <laughs> Uh, You'll be fine in a matter of hours, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm tougher than I look. Yes, you are. He gives you a nice wide smile, and he puts an arm, like, around your shoulder and just kind of gives you a big, like, squeeze that kind of feels like a hug.
4: And I will say goodnight to him and head off to the room we once slept in.
0: Cool. A, uh... Key and Cax, you guys went back to the bedroom?
1: Yeah.
0: A, uh... A shade kind of, like, whisks into the room and goes up to Cax very uncomfortably close to your face. Ah, the, The Lord wishes to speak with you.
3: You're like... Take two steps back.
0: No. Oh. Is
3: it
1: Amducius?
0: No, it's a shade that came to talk to Cax.
1: Yeah, I thought that was the shade that took us to Bjorn, Ambduces. Oh,
0: oh, oh! No, no, no.
1: Okay.
0: As far as you can tell, this one's not cackling like a mad person, like the other one was. Uh. Okay oh
3: okay it
0: just he just whew, disappears i'm
3: gonna have to have a fucking conversation about Varen and these shades not knowing what personal space is
1: harmless unsettling but harmless
3: yeah but he's not wrong though is thrym in the room suddenly oh <laughs> right. This is while all this was going on. bringing
1: the floorboards.
3: <laughs> right. Right, so Cax will leave the room and look for Bayron. Okay,
0: so as you walk down the hall, Cax, uh, Nyx kind of passes you as he's headed back to the room. And as you go out there, standing in the center of what sounds like a really obnoxious, like, siren of the three orbs giving off this, like, squeal, almost. Veyron looks up and, and looks at you and kind of, like, nods you to come over into the middle of that.
3: Axel kind of do a little waddle over. And uh, as he gets towards where uh, towards where uh, he'd be talking to Veyron, he'll say... Your shades don't know shit about personal space, do they?
0: Oh god, no. There's a reason they were somehow turned into shades when they died. You should teach them. I... I suppose I can try. Anyway. If you don't die in the next day or so, what does Cax want?
3: I don't really know. I mean... I guess... I guess before all this, it was... It was kind of... Existing in Mirabar. Not a Mirabar. Fuck, we've been so many places I get confused. Uh... Neverwinter, that's the one. We were in Neverwinter, and... Before that was the whole fucking ordeal with the searing death, and I thought, oh, maybe going back to, you know, living like that, living on the edge, killing people, robbing shit, then maybe that's what I wanted to do, but I don't know anymore. Do you have to have an answer right now? No. Okay. I'm just...
0: Not that I'm 100% sure that we're about to walk into victory here, but... I like to plan for that presumption.
3: Uh... I'll tell you what. What I'd like to know... If we, if I survive, if we all survive, I want, out of everything we've done, I want to know if the Searing Death still exists, and if they do, where they are. And with that information, I can move on with my life, avoiding them.
0: I will tell you that you will have every possible resource I can muster to help you figure that out that is my promise to you
3: you know for all the bullshit that Key says about you all the negative bad stuff you're a pretty good dude you shouldn't listen to what he has to say about you because most of it's mean
0: Oh, he's very so flattering, isn't he?
3: Nah, I'm just kidding. He's he's always saying Oh, Faron's great, you should worship him. And standing on literal soap boxes in town squares shouting it to the heavens. Now
0: Cax, you realize that worshiping someone isn't necessarily gathering in a church and praying to them, right? Have you told Key that? Well, that's... That's the layman's way of doing it. Hmm. Tell me. And he just looks just very genuine at you. Do you believe in me now, Cax?
3: Do I I believe in you? Mm -hmm. I believe you, you exist. Unless this is, like... Unless I've been in like, knocked out for a very long time, uh, you know, just walk around Neverwinter and get bopped with a pan harder than normal, and I'm imagining all this, then yeah, I, I believe in you, but... I I guess... I guess the answer... The, uh, a, 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 a simple answer would be yes, uh, but... it's not like... I also believe the sun would come up... until the day it doesn't. Like, I I guess I don't understand. He...
0: holds a palm up... in your direction, and suddenly you begin to see... a... a purple... mist, almost, appear in front of you. And you look... you look down at the mist that seems to be at your chest level and you realize that the mist is coming out of your chest very slowly and heads into the direction of Veyron. Well, look at that. You believe what you want to believe, but I know the answer to that now. Give me your hand.
3: Oh, shit. (laughs) I'll give him my hand.
0: And on the palm of your hand, he takes one finger, the fingertip, and pushes it up against the palm. And you feel a very temporary and instant searing pain for a moment. (laughs) And he takes the finger away, (laughs) and there is a symbol in the shape of a mask on your hand. You now are, have the mark of the redeemed on you. And we will go over that after our session.
3: Can you, can you do me one favor? Possibly. I heard, I heard rumors that if you touch something, you leave like a, like a, like a footprint, like a, like fingerprint on it and you can, there's there's this idea that that can be traced to you. Can you get rid of those? That way if I take something, people don't know it was me. That's an
0: interesting request.
3: I was just thinking about it because you burnt my hand. And now the <laughs> scales are all fucked up. And I was wondering if you could get rid of the little printies on my fingers.
0: Oh no, your scales will be fine after you rest a moment. Oh, okay. It's more of a illumination... That you'll experience from that in natural light
3: oh but
0: I'll think about it that no, would was be just... kind of interesting
3: yeah I don't know Nick said I could I could steal anything I wanted when we went to a city and then he said oh but you can't steal that kid I was like oh so I, I don't know I guess maybe it was the fingerprints or something or maybe well. the fact that no one would notice a missing child
0: yeah, I would recommend not stealing children. That's kind of bad for our brand.
3: Ah, I see, because you've branded my hand. There you go. I get it. Oh, well, I, I didn't assure laugh, you, but I got it.
0: I assure you. After what I've seen you do, and the events that you have stuck by your allies with, you will always have a place with the Redeemed if you decide not
3: to return in Everwinter. What can... I, I have one last question. What can you tell me about that weird fucking kobold back at the Redeemed encampment?
0: Uh, I believe it's, a uh, Like, their quartermaster. He's weird. I never met him, but... Usually I don't... Like kobolds, they tend to be a little fanatical when it comes to crazy things. But right, Cobolds I heard. Suck. Except for me, of course. <laughs> Gromphinil Ganath assured me that he had his heart in the right place. As so, as so seems to you.
3: What's up with what's up with him and Thrym? Thrym really likes him.
0: Uh, I think they grew up together or something.
3: Yeah.
0: I don't know. You may have to ask him yourself.
3: I don't. I don't really want to, because then I seem like, oh, he's jealous of my friend. And like I'm not <laughs> jealous, him, it just, it's just—it's weird, so Because I want—I wanted to be a kobold friend, and then suddenly there's another Cobalt. It's like, what the well, fuck? Well, I mean, man?
0: you're the one hanging out with him, not—not uh, not that one. So that counts for something, right?
3: Yeah, I'm better than him.
0: Uh, you notice as you've had this conversation that the whining is getting louder and louder. Um, and you also look over at the the one that Nyx returned, and look back at Viren, and then you have to do a double take, as it seems to be levitating about a foot off the ground, and you realize all the two other orbs are also about a foot off the ground as well.
3: Uh, should we be worried
0: about those? Um... Yeah, we probably shouldn't be standing in the middle of this anymore, huh? Let's just scooch on over to here. And he, like, walks you over to pass the line that would intersect with another one and over near the throne. Well, you should get some rest now. Do you mind sending uh, Key out here? I'm, I'm worried, now that you mentioned my shades are being a little odd, I don't want to freak out Key.
3: Yeah, sounds good. You might want to tell him that worshipping doesn't necessarily mean he has to build a church in every city and settlement in a a hundred mile radius.
0: I mean, I'm not going to say no to that. I'm just saying.
3: I'm just putting it out there. Like dude, your mask is going to be everywhere if he has anything to say about it. That's fine by me. Yeah, fair enough. All right, get some rest. is <laughs> gonna walk Thanks. away. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll get back to whatever room that uh, keys in and go, hey and look at his hand and be like, I got a thing, and Faerun wants to see you.
1: I'm gonna see his Mark of the Redeemed and go, hey, congratulations! Welcome to the crew, man! And I'm a flash of mine as I walk by. It wasn't by choice. Does (laughs) it (laughs) matter?
3: Is Nick's in the same room? Uh,
2: By now, Nix is probably in the same room, but has already gone into his meditation. He's
3: stopped paying attention to the world. I've never talked to Nix in his meditation, so I'm going to go, Hey, Nix, I don't know if you can hear me, but I have a little mask on my hand that Faeran gave me. Uh, If you can hear me, just don't say anything. Perfect! And then he's gonna go lay down
1: <laughs> on a bed. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Well, I'll go walk to Vayron, enter the room, and do the standard I drop to the knee and lower my head and say, Lord Vayron."
0: Oh, no, 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 stop that shit. And he actually points to the throne. Have a seat.
1: I I couldn't. This this is you. You chose it yourself in the fire plane, and those. I know. Beds, fantastic. I Excellent. know, but
0: I I but no, but sit in the seat. It's comfortable as hell.
1: I I can't. I, I guess I can in, investigate the chair, and I'm gonna sit down in it. And <laughs> wiggle my butt and readjust, and slouch, and sit up. Wow, this is nice. This is really comfortable at every angle. Great choice.
0: Thank you. I just wanted to express my gratitude. Bjorn tells me that because of your efforts and I can feel it as well that the power that I've been able to gather ever since we returned has accelerated our progress if we didn't have you going from all the places you visited and trying to recruit people for our cause, we may be looking at a six-month deficit of time. Never mind the fact that we could have lost that orb that you guys went after.
1: am happy to reserve you, Lord Varen. It's It's just repaying the favor for saving me from the Death and never winter, and up north, we were able to communicate with the Fangs of Loth again, and I've been able to reconnect with them, so... Wait, so they were there too? Yes, they, uh, they actually defeated us rather soundly in combat, and, uh, I killed one of the... I killed the druid that was, I guess, their last remaining connection to Loth, and... They were rather tired of working for her, so they handed over the orb and let us continue on our way. You gotta be shitting me. I would never shit you, my lord.
0: <laughs> That's a phrase you'd never hear outside of a game like this. <laughs> so Bjorn has been doing some talking. He wants to retire after our victory. He wants to help the stone giants and some of the drow of the Underdark. And he has my blessing to do so. So if it's all the same to you, I'm going to need a new general.
1: I'd, I'd be happy to help you in the search process. I mean... I...
0: No, Key. No, you. I want you oh, to be... Oh my new general oh
1: um i accept graciously i i'll have to tell my you know the fangs we're meeting in a year in mirabar they're no longer loyal to walf and they would make a good inner circle i could trust well this is perfect yeah i Thank you so much Lord Veer No
0: no thank you Key A lot of this Hinged upon even the smallest Efforts And the larger so that You four have accomplished You were able to get into the areas that Someone like me would have drawn attention to uh, Others who would be Less competent in order to Accomplish the goals I had set Before you so You deserve this And yes, if you do manage to get in contact with them... Bring them back. We'll see what we can do with such talented individuals.
1: I'm sure you'd love to meet them. Thank you so much, my lord. And I'ma get off the throne and sort of gesture it back to him. He...
0: He kind of bows to you and then takes a seat. I anticipate at least... 10 hours before this process is complete but as soon as it does I plan on using a vast reservoir of my power to open up the portals for the army we have gathered to charge through
1: Oh, did you ever receive that group of uh, 20 or 30 drow from the docks of Neverwinter I know they had started marching a little bit ago Uh, towards the the gamut on the surface
0: I'm not sure, to be honest with you. A lot of the army we are bringing in is come from the Redeemed Encampment, so... Unfortunately, I guess we'll have to see as soon as we begin our
1: assault. Yeah, I'll ask around, take a look. Hopefully they got here. You know, an extra... An extra 20 veterans is always good for... Always good for business.
0: Have you ever been in mass combat before?
1: A lot of times. Mostly, uh... They were mostly, you know, masses against us as we were escaping, or we had to sneak into a camp or something. Nothing, you know, never been frontliners on a on a battalion, but sure, I'll figure it out soon enough.
0: Just keep an eye on your allies. I know you may end up seeing some familiar faces amongst the army, so. Just keep an eye. Distractions can get you killed out there.
1: Yeah. Will do. Thank you, my lord. Lord. Boinyan goes towards them. (laughs) Alright, well, go get some rest. I'm
0: going to pace around this room and probably cause some grooves to appear in the floor from just freaking out right now. I'm getting nervous. Is that normal for a god? Is that... That's something.
1: I think being nervous and overthrowing this system that's been around for however long Loth has been here is a totally normal reaction.
3: Hmm.
0: I don't know if I like it. This is uncomfortable.
1: Who, who thought overthrowing a god would be slightly stressful stressful?
0: Not me. <laughs> Alright
1: Get some rest I'm gonna bow and take my leave
0: So Key comes back into the room As I'm assuming everybody else Is passed out
1: I'm gonna bust a move I got a promotion I got a promotion I got a promotion One of Nyx's
2: eyes Is going to open and kind of Watch that in a very judging manner (laughs)
0: <laughs> so you get some shut eye there, Key.
1: Yeah. After cool. absolutely killing it.
0: All right. So everyone gets a long rest.
2: Oh, thank
1: God.
0: Um. After about. So. From the from the rest that you got, it's it's up to you, Nix. If you were to end up popping up after four hours, or you stayed there later than necessary?
2: I am after the end of my long rest after I pop up after four hours, I'm going to wander the castle. Sure. And see what Veyron I'm going to see how Veyron represents his power in this plane that he has built.
0: So you you get a lot of the view from a lot of the large like almost like medieval castle like, windows. and A lot of them are more decorative. Um, They don't have window panes or anything, they're just exposed to the open air, and you realize that it's a little bit on the dry side, versus like, you've been places that, you know, Underdark that's humid, and you've kind of always paid attention to, like, air quality, because in the Underdark, that could have meant life or death, depending on what was around the next corner. And you realize that this this realm extends farther than you can see in the horizon. It's this dull, like, almost red sun yeah. that beams down upon, and you're noticing the grass almost has, like, this mostly green, but a little bit of, like, purple shading to it as there seems to be a slight breeze. You have no idea where it's coming from, and it's kind of giving the the grass. There's there's trees dotted about that look almost like mangrove trees that are just kind of dotted around, and you don't see any wildlife. But, however, this place, it it looks arguably kind of creepy because of the red sky, but it just seems peaceful and nothing like what you've ever seen. It's just... Literally out of this world for you. Okay.
2: About what I expected.
0: Um, you run into... At one point, uh, you end up finding the... It's a little bit past where you guys teleported in from Amducas, and when you first got here, originally, there's now this, like, grand walkway that leads to this large vaulted door that's left open. And you see Amducas... Uh, sitting outside. He seems to be holding, like, this massive club. And you actually get the impression that he's, like, pulling guard duty right now. As you kind of walk by. You, you see about half a dozen shades um, kind of flitting about. um, And judging by how they're flying around and floating, and you see some up in the air, that they seem to almost be scanning. And Judging by how how Amdusius is is hanging out, you get the impression that they as well they're almost seeking for any sort of like magical intrusion that wouldn't be normally seen by the naked eye. So you get the impression that this place is pretty for the fact that there's only a couple other people here besides Amdusius, It's Bjorn and Veyron. It's you. You feel pretty secure in this location. Okay. And the rest of your party snoozes away as you make your rounds. And you you do peek in and you see uh Bjorn uh at one point, like talking with Veyron and not in hushed tones, so you're able to overhear, and the and the conversation is mostly about um they're talking in in A, B's, and C's, and well, C will go to House Bonra, B will go to Fengrel, uh A will go to the claw rift and, and they seem to just be talking about placements of troops and things like that. Right. Um, Kind of stuff that you kind of have no interest in and Not just really. a lot of random terms that you may have heard uh, when you went to Sorcerer, but nothing that's strategically valuable to you personally of what your job is. Right. And they, they see you come in and they just continue their conversation expecting that if you wanted to join in, that you would come over. Um, more time goes by and you would estimate that it's about the eight hour mark uh, for your alley. You would expect them to begin waking up soon and as you go back out of that planning room the orbs themselves are about four feet up in the air and they seem to be spinning in place and you notice that the cube in the middle is like almost rotating on a sidewards axis so it's kind of like moving diagonally in a circle around itself. And you notice like the pieces of the cube that the three like like Rubik's Cube type setups are like slowly rotating as well. Yeah, just like that. Thank you. Perfect. Um, And you can feel like what you would perceive as even more magical energy coming off it than you felt from Veyron. Okay. When you hadn't gotten used to that yet. Like these things are are building up to something... More immense than a god. Right, this is downright intimidating. Yeah. Um, you walk around a bit. You peek in on your allies, and they seem to begin stirring. And the wine uh, grows so intense, it begins to let now echo off the walls, and it it gets to it almost such a pitch that all of you are like jolted awake but you guys have had your rest. And you hear actually like someone running towards you, Nix, and you turn around and it's Veyron. He goes, as soon as you're ready, we can do this.
2: All right. Hey guys, you ready to go start a war?
1: Start it. We're finishing it.
3: This time for breakfast.
2: Yes, Veyron. Can we
0: eat first? Yeah, abs- absolutely. My apologies, and he, he kind of shouts off to the side, and in you, in your peripheral, you see the shades start to scramble, and they get like a like a like a weird breakfast spread ready for you, like
2: chicken ravioli and toast.
0: We got all sorts of weird stuff. We scramble got somehow there's a lasagna over there. Some fucking, some, uh... Some Cheez-Its in a bowl. Awesome. Just pop out of nowhere.
1: Awesome Lasagna totally made solely Pot- out of They cheese- got some
0: possum kebabs straight from Neverwinter. And a- as you guys are, are eating your food and Veyron looks at it, the orbs begin to move closer together to the cube in the middle. It, you're as you scarf down your food and, and Veyron seems to be just staring at the orbs moving closer and closer to the cube. Um, the cube itself spinning so fast, it almost looks like a sphere from how fast it's spinning. And it gets to such a fever pitch that as you guys are eating your food, there seems to be a deafening roar suddenly and a blinding rainbow colored flash. And slowly the white light, Poor, poor my sunlight sensitivity people are fucking in agony right now. And oh, it yeah. slowly fades into a small, like, almost white sun. And then it fades as the orbs are very closely, like, think of, like, an atom. And the the molecules are spinning around it. Um, just a very condensed form of energy. And all of a sudden, as the rainbow-colored flash comes towards all of you everyone advances to level 12
2: we jump two fucking levels?
0: Yep. oh oh, fuck. Fuck.
2: oh. can it be 14? Nyx gets really fun at 14 <laughs>
3: <laughs> can it be 20? Kax gets really fun at 20 he just turns and kills Vayron at level 20
1: can it be 8? we need more of a challenge
3: <laughs> yeah it just sucks our life energy out again hey DM remember when you killed us almost killed us last session yeah it needs to be harder than that
0: yeah we, we
3: up the CR Ethan said here we
0: go 12 fucking um, hell so man as you feel the energy wash over you you even see a lot of it the residual energy absorb into Veyron and even Bjorn and he just looks over at you as he pulls his hand out and faces it towards the realm breaker and it immediately like as if a magnet pulled it to his hand and he holds it floating in the palm of his hand. Things are about to get interesting. And that's where we'll end our session
3: tonight.